Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Welcome to the Funny Music Podcast, episode 564 for April 8th, 2021. Title of this week's episode is A Little Less Asparagus, Please. And uh, this week, we are not coming to you live on Twitch or Dementia Radio or anything like that because my computer's in the shop, as they say. Um, and uh, my other, my work computer is not set up to do the streaming and, and all that good stuff. So we're just recording the various pieces and I'm going to edit them together later. So hi, Luke. Like some savages. Yeah, really. <laughs> like freaking Neanderthals. Uh, I will supposedly have... Uh, Recorded interviews with the Belle Isle Rats and Robbie Ellis uh, coming up later in the show. And if not, then I won't. We'll see. So. <laughs> Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? No, oh, he's right. So, getting caught up. What have you been up to, Luke? Well, let's see. Um... All right. Um, so yeah, um, myself and and Mr. Devo Spice and uh, a whole bunch of other people uh, were uh, very kindly invited to a Zoom birthday party for Doctor Demento to celebrate his 80th birthday. And it was uh, there was like 50 people at this thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, like a, a whole lot of the old school Doctor Demento crew was there. Um, uh yeah and yes al made an appearance he showed up that was very nice of him yep weird um, al was there it was funny after the event uh I, I took jacks out for a walk and um as i was walking the dog i got a call from shoebox this was after the the party ended and he's like we were on a zoom call with weird al and dr demento holy crap that was better than any zoom call i've ever had for work <laughs> um and uh, i'm not going to say the details but it was funny because uh, you know, somebody who I guess zooms with Al regularly noted that he wasn't where he usually is when he does these calls, and he said where he was, which is uh, out of state. Let's just say, yeah. And uh, so I saw somebody on I forgot uh, I don't know Twitter or Facebook or some somewhere somebody had a picture that they had recently taken of Al where he is, and they're like. Al spotted in blah 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 area, and everyone was like, "I wonder what he's doing out there." And I'm thinking to myself, "I know what he's doing out right. there, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell." <laughs> I'm so special. Um. <laughs> now, okay, I should just qualify that by saying it doesn't have anything to do with him making anything new. It's no, no. Don't it's... run to the. It's like Luke. He says new Al Yankovic album on the way. <laughs> Click here to believe. No, I'll give you a hint. My kids are off this week for spring break. So yeah. guess who else's kids are off this week for spring break? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that was just a really cool experience. Um, uh, 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 uh and um, we, uh, some of you may have already watched the video that was posted that Devo uh, put together of all of the folks from the Fump. Uh. Uh, wishing him an 80, uh, a happy 80th birthday. So that was which I I talked about last week, and then I edited out of the video before I posted it to uh, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you haven't seen the video, uh, it's up on our, on the Doctor Demento Facebook channel. It's up on the Fumps YouTube channel, and I think Ian posted it somewhere else too. But I mean, you're editing this thing after the fact, so why don't you just put it in right now? <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, let's play. I'll play it. All right. And now here's the video. This is the Fump. Hi, Dr. Demento. It's Insane Ian wishing you a very happy birthday. I wish I could say more, but I'm busy uh, moderating the Facebook group for you. And, uh, oh dear God. Uh, yeah, it's best that you don't see that. Happy birthday, Dr. Demento. Hi Barry, Devo Spice here. It was April 15th, 1990 when I was first heard on the Dr. Demento show uh, when you played I'm Bored by Sudden Death and then sent me the vinyl pressing of the show, which I was very grateful to get because we couldn't hear the show on the air at the time where I lived. 
You have always been immensely supportive and encouraging, and I can't tell you how much your support and your show have meant to me over the years. So I just want to say thank you for everything, and I hope you have a wonderful birthday. We celebrate your birthday, even if you don't. Be glad you're getting older, because when you're dead, you won't. So happy, happy birthday from everyone you know. Now we will light the candles, and birthday boy, you blow. Hey there, Dr. Demento. It's Mark Gunn. Thank you so much for making us laugh. Uh, I hope you have an absolutely wonderful birthday. Slantia. I know I had something really important to do today. I just don't remember what it was. Is it pick up bananas? It's your birthday. Everybody cheer. It's your birthday. 80 demented years. So we go woo, woo, woo. And we know it's true that the best is yet to come. Happy birthday from a Raymond and Scum. Happy birthday, Dr. Demento. Hi, Dr. Demento. Chris Mezzalesta wishing you a very, very happy birthday on behalf of Melinda and myself. Happy 80 and many, many more. Okay. Happy birthday, Dr. Demento. Happy birthday, Dr. Demento. Greetings, Dr. Demento, and happy birthday from the Cog! Uh, <laughs> And if you want to have many, many more birthdays, you can take our new medical miracle we have been working on here that'll prolong your life whether you want it to be prolonged or not. Like this guy. That didn't really work too well, did it? Silence! Happy birthday to A to A to you, Dr. Demento. Happy birthday to A to A to you, Dr. Demento. Happy birthday to A to A to you, Dr. Demento. Happy birthday to A to A to you, Dr. Dr. Demento. Happy 80th birthday, yo. Don't pee in your pants. From the knuckleheads. <laughs> Happy birthday. Hey, Dr. D. Bonnie Gordon of the Library Bards here. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Mwah! Jazz hands! Happy birthday, Dr. D. from the Belle Isle Rats. And because the Big 8 was such a milestone, we're going to help you celebrate with a bang. We're going to blow stuff up just for you. <laughs> yes! <laughs> hey there, this is Tom Smith, the world's fastest silker. And I'm just here to say happy 80th birthday, Dr. Demento, and let's have a few more decades of staying demented. Happy birthday, Dr. Demento. Happy birthday to you. Hope you didn't get too many accordion ones. Hey, Dr. D, Chris Waffle here. Just stopped by your alma mater on this beautiful Pacific Northwest day to wish you a very happy and healthy and demented birthday. Have a great one, friend. They say you like boobies. I like boobies too, yeah. I'm glad it's your birthday. Hello, this is Rand Bellavia from Ukla Vamak, wishing Dr. Demento a happy birthday. Thank you, sir, for bringing so much music into my life and for bringing my music into the lives of so many others. Empower me with novelty! Happy birthday, Dr. D! Happy birthday, happy birthday to Dr. Demento, our favorite comedy music player. Happy birthday, happy birthday from Psycho Supermom, otherwise known as Lauren Mayer. Happy 80th birthday, Dr. Demento. Don't forget to never fail to remain not undemented. Hey, Barry, it's Luke. Uh, just want to wish you a happy 80th birthday and to just say I can really honestly say I would not be the person I am today if it weren't for you um, both in how you've indirectly affected my life through the whole history of everything you've done and how you've directly affected my life 
by being such an amazing mentor and friend, uh, supporting me, you know, and encouraging me to continue and to keep striving to get better at what I'm doing. Um, you know, supporting all of the things I've been, you know, trying to do with my friends, you know, live shows and, and other projects. Just it's it's amazing just for me to think about how vastly different, you know, I would be if 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 Barrett Hansen and the Dr. Demento show, you know, had not come into my life. So thank you so much for everything and happy birthday and, and I love you. sure I'm glad that I grew up listening to your show at a time before cancel culture. I can listen to a song about poisoning pigeons in the park without peeing and their feathers all ruffled. I can listen to a song about a fat dude without being accused of fat shaming. Oh, poor Al, he's just got a glandular condition. But mostly I'm glad I got to be on the planet at the same time you are because you're a prince of a man and I thank you so much for helping a poor scared kid from South Dakota become everything he is today. Whatever that may be, we still haven't figured that out. You're 80 years young and God bless Bless you. Much love to you, Dr. Demento. Thanks again. Wow, what a great video. Um, <laughs> and uh, I happened to be uh, working with Wally Wingert recently on stuff, and I mentioned it to him. And, uh, you know, since he's an old school Dr. D type of person, so that's how come he weaseled his way onto this. Because <laughs> I was like, hey, you could be in this too. Um, so, yeah, uh, and that was just, it was just super sweet, you know, hanging out with, with, with Barry and having everyone go through all these, you know, old school memories of, of the show and, and also, you know, Barry's relatives just talking about his life and just, yeah. you know, us, a, a whole lot of us showing our appreciation to him. Uh, and then a weird uh, surprise drop in, you know, filming a special across the hall appearance from Paul Rubens, AKA Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, apparently, um, uh, I guess he wanted to wish wish Barry a happy birthday, and he contacted Weird Al trying to get Doctor Demento's contact information. And Al was like, "Well, we're doing a Zoom thing right now. Why don't you join us?" And he sent him the link. <laughs> <laughs> so that was sweet. I was. It's like I didn't want to, you know, act like a friggin' fanboy or whatever. But you know, if I had a chance to say anything to him, I was going to be like, "You ruled on Gotham," you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just because everyone compliments him on Pee Wee or wants him to do Pee Wee stuff, it's like man, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna compliment him on like that's why I, I try to think of stuff like that. Like if I ever meet such and such famous people, I want to compliment them on the things that I don't think they've ever been complimented on before that yeah. deserves a compliment. So anyway, um, but that was super cool. Um, uh, and and once again, of course, happy 80th birthday to Barrett Hansen, aka Doctor Demento. He's he's the reason we're all here doing this. Um, yep. Yep. So yeah, um, let's see. A bit, a bit of a doo, 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 doo. Had dinner with Colin and Lindsay, just kind of hanging out and having fun. That was cool. Um, da, 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 da. I think just basically, I mainly, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm trying to decide what things from my personal life do I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm working on another animatic. Uh, I, I probably mentioned that last week, and uh, it's like I'm supposed to do. I, the, the plan was, or, or the, the usual way they do it is you do a rough version and then you hand that in and they give you notes and then you do the cleaned up version. And the way I, this, this happened at Cartoon Network too, it's like, all right, I'm going to start doing this rough animatic. And it's like, you know, rough drawing, you know, number one, rough drawing, panel number two, uh, that drawing, well, I'm add a little bit more to panel number three, I'm doing like fully completed drawings. It's like, it just <laughs> happens. So, so basically it's, it's like, but it's like this rough animatic isn't very rough. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically it got, got to the point where it's like, all right, I'm, I'm pretty much just working on the final animatic. And I started sharing it with the guy and, you know, so that he could give me notes uh, and that I could, you know, fix things on the fly. So if he still has notes, obviously I'll still address them, but it just kind of turned into the particular action of the jokes there's there's you know there, there are jokes happening and there's like kind of an action sequence happening sort of at the same time so the timing of it all is is really important so i just started getting really granular about it and just like you know i'm just gonna do the whole thing it needs to be done you know do it live you know so, <laughs> um so yeah so that's what i've been working on and i'm hoping to have this wrapped up actually by the end of tonight so that i can spend the next uh couple of days ease driving and not worrying about it yeah, 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 yeah. And then I can get back to um, 
working on uh, the DN Darius animatic that I've been dying to work on. Ugh. So cool. Yeah, I think that's about it. What have you been up to, Devo Spice? Uh, well, we did the Easter thing with the family, and um, this, we actually went over to see my in-laws this year for the first time in about a year, because um, everyone's vaccinated now. Um, the only people who aren't are my two youngest kids, because they don't qualify yet. Um, but everyone else was vaccinated, so we figured it was it, it would be fine. Um, so we did that, and then for Easter here, we normally, you know, I, I load up the plastic eggs with candy and, and hide them, and the kids find them and stuff and i i wrangled two of my kids to help me put the candy in the eggs because it's tedious and i was like you help me do this so so they did and then uh my oldest was like can i hide some of the eggs and i was like that's a great idea in fact why don't you each hide one third of the eggs then i don't have to do it <laughs> So two of the three kids did it. Uh, Darren opted out, so I, I hid the, the the last third of the eggs. Um, but it was it was great because um, it was less work for me, and I enjoy less doing less work. Um, and that's about it. My computer needs a new screen uh, to the tune of roughly seven hundred dollars. So that sucks. Um, but I can't afford a new one, and there's actually no new ones out that I want anyway right now. I'm kind of waiting for the the new M1 Max with four ports on the on the computers rather than just the two. Uh, but man, those M1s look sweet. I really want one. Now, if only I had a few thousand dollars burning a hole in my pocket, but I don't. What are you gonna do? Yeah. All right. So um, let's get into this week's first song and interview. Hopefully. If I did an interview, we'll see. Uh, here is uh, the song that he swore he wouldn't do, but uh, he did, and we love him for it. Here is My Girl's Wop by Robbie Ellis. Certified freak, it purrs seven days a week. Make that pull-out game so weak, it's wet as pussy. Beat it up and catch a charge, extra large and extra hard. Swipe your nose like a calling card, it's wet as pussy. Gobble me and swallow me, give everything you've got. Drip right down the side of me, bring a bucket and a mop. Hop on top, I want to ride Calisthenics while inside Pussy's wet, come take a dive It's wet as pussy Make a scene, make it cream and make me scream. It's wet as pussy. Pussy A1, just like his credit, he has a beard. I'm trying to wet it. I'm so sweet, he's diabetic. Wet as pussy. I don't want a garden snake, I need a cobra extra large. Park your big Mac lorry inside this garage. From the top and make it drop. I am talking wop wop wop. Macaroni in a pot, it's tiger's wet as pussy. So I'm here with Robbie Ellis. Hi, Robbie. How are you doing, Devo? So I don't know what to ask you about this song because um, I we were you performed this live on the Fumpcast, uh, and it was so glorious. We're going to use that footage uh, as the bonus video for the next Fump compilation. That that's fantastic. I know that when I performed it on the Fumpcast, I vowed. This is a dumb idea. I'm not going pr to produce it. I'm and that's what I wanted to ask because you you specifically said you weren't going to record it. And then the next thing we know, we hear this glorious version of this song come through the fump. And we're like, he did it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose. Uh, well, I suppose that MarsCon had a lot to do with it. It's just, just the vibe of the weekend. Mm -hmm. An entirely virtual event, of course, when 
we're all stuck in our houses and performing from our own little bubbles. And I mean, you know, Luke and um, Linzilla and all of them have kind of this whole shared apartment like bubble going. Yeah. Burbank, but um, but otherwise, you know, everybody else is in their houses and you're monitoring chats and it just it kind of made me make me excited for a weekend and excite. And when I get excited, I get productive. Mm. Um, and, you know, there hasn't been a lot of chance to be excited about things. This pandemic. I mean, even, even my, my wedding, which is in two months time, there's so much uncertainty around it and around the planning that it, I should be more excited for my wedding than I am, which is a real shame. But, but the MarsCon weekend had so much, spark and connection that you know I, I came on the fump cast the thursday night i did i like just sight read those lyrics and it was a fun thing just bashing it out at the piano but then you know i had a couple of hours in the morning and so i knocked up and knocked up an arrangement and i'm like yeah just do a better job of the vocals and a better job of the trumpet and a better job of the keys and Get that good old isotope vinyl filter on there. And it, <laughs> yes. Put it on the 1930s setting. And I was just, yeah, I was just excited to do it. And as I said, when I get excited, I get productive. Yeah, somebody with a lathe cut needs to put this on a 78, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that track sounds great, man. I mean, it just has that old timey vibe. I mean, we've tried to do things like that too, but you just you just capture it to keep it. Did you do that whole track on that? yeah yeah that, that was all me the the piano i think that was great direct, there are two different piano sounds in there which um are both like out of the box and logic but sort of munged and eq'd the trumpet's yeah. me the kazoo's me the vocals are me and that's all that's on the track and the cat is me yeah <laughs> it, it's really good really well done man thank you thank you and it's a it's a brilliant idea um, because I, I've my girl's pussy was always uh, you know a favorite song of mine uh, back when I used to co-host a, a radio show in Rochester, New York in the '90s, and uh, we you know it was a comedy show, and we played uh, our crumbs version of my girl's pussy all the time. You know it was it was like a staple of our show. Um, so when when you started talking about this idea, I got really excited. <laughs> you know, coming from a guy who was also parodied. WAP, you know, I, I got really excited to see what you were going to do with this. It was probably about seven or eight years ago that a friend introduced me to this song, and she she's a clarinetist. So okay. Harry Roy, who the originator of the song, was also a clarinetist and a band leader, and um, yeah, her name's Yvette Dane. She's the clarinetist and saxophonist on my album Pumpkins, by the way. So she played that epic clarinet line in the final track, Dry July, among many other things on the album. Um, so that's probably the hardest single instrumental part on that entire album is that clarinet line. <laughs> and, oh God, I'm never putting a song together that complex again. Um, that was hard. So yeah, she introduced that song to me years ago, 10 years ago, eight years ago or something. And um, anyway, I, when I completed the song, I, I sent it an email to her and she said, okay, I, I kind of get, is that like a, is it a jingle or something? Um, and it turns out that she hadn't actually heard WAP. Uh, <laughs> see, that that's kind of necessary. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, yeah, She she's a music teacher, and somehow that much had passed her by with her students. Wow. See, the, the, one of the reasons I parodied WAP was because it kind of transcended hip-hop because it was so controversial that people outside of the hip-hop sphere were talking about it. So, you know, people were, you know, it, it just, it, it kind of, the song itself kind of became a meme and, you know, it spread. And those are kind of rare nowadays. You don't get too many of those because of the way the music scene has changed. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's very fractured, but there's like one a year. maybe. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of, that's kind of what it's limited to. Yeah. There's about one a year. Yeah. And, and I've, like I feel like I should I should be across more things than I am, but I feel like I should be across more things than I am in about a dozen different scenes. <laughs> everything everything ranging from like Chicago scripted theater to you know New Zealand new classical and yeah. 
you can't be across everything. You can't know everything. And I'm slowly coming to peace with that. Yeah. That, you know, you, you are, a, well, not that you are what you know, but you know, your, your world is formed by whatever you happen to take in. And there's, there's only so much that anybody can take in at any given time. So. Yeah, absolutely. So did you send her a copy of, of WAP? <laughs> I, well, I, I sent her a link to the, okay. uh, to the video too. Cause I, I, I felel she might've been a little, um, underinformed. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Don't play this in front of your students, although they probably got it memorized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It, it, it was fun. I knocked it out quickly and, uh, and I'm very happy you did because it's 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 a new favorite of mine. I freaking love it. <laughs> Although I'm I'm probably not going to put it on the YouTube's like it's it's not the sort of thing I'm going to publicize the shit out of. Yeah. Like in in general my brand is well brand. Um I I tend to do I tend to do clean songs mm-hmm. by and large. With like I have like a few exceptions that I can pull out and I got a few songs where I can, you know, do alts that are dirty depending on the crowd, yeah. but I like to I kind of prefer to put out albums and singles that are that my grandmother could listen to even if you know not even if like some of the things went over her head but like wouldn't offend her so. sure yeah yeah well it makes sense yeah so don't this, worry this no, nobody I, listens to the thump like, so nobody will know about say, it it's like a stay on the thump and just not on my youtube channel. yeah yeah. It, yeah nobody knows about us it's fine nobody will find out yeah uh, all right so do you have anything you'd like to plug oh god um maybe a twine ball or something yeah i yeah if you want to explain (laughs) this so i there's a cold reading series called tuesdays at nine and they're they're around the place and i do music spots for them and i I turn up and it's like cold reading theater scripts so you know i'll read i'll read some parts in that and one recent thing to explain this background is you were supposed to come as your twin uh, no okay <laughs> yeah <Ooh>. yep <laughs> I, everybody else did costumes and I'm, I'm not a costumes guy like oh fuck your costume party <laughs> no i i thought it was an homage to weird al in the largest ball of twine in minnesota that's what i thought when i first yeah i thought that's what it was going for too yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Reason, reasonable assumption and i'm, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to go with it but no the the story that i gave is the truth Cool. Uh, what do I have to plug? Um, nothing particularly upcoming. Um, shit. Can I, oh, I, this isn't a plug. It's just I played with a band for the first time in like seven months last night. All right. In person band. It was like a friend's student film shoot and something to do with the Medea story and all of that. But um, yeah, we had this like big warehouse on Pulaski in Chicago and we were all like masked and socially distanced and there are only like eight people in the building. Uh, but yeah, I made music with a band. Um, I'd done it once in the summer in a park. And then before that last time was March the 13th and it felt good. Felt real good. So that might be a film that's publicly released. Uh, in short, I have nothing to plug. <laughs> cool. All right. That's fine. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. RobbieEllis.net. Yes, I do. RobbieEllis.net. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for thanks for this is the phone. The zoom where it happened. The zoom where it happened. There'll be in the zoom where it happened. The zoom where it happened. The zoom where it happened. Panic wheeze were flowing when chance were made. The worst time afraid. And this cake was made. And all our pants we were prepping. No one survived inside the zoom where it happened. The box of the Capri Sun. We drank the whole box. Yeah, I know. It was dumb. Then after that, we had a couple cokes. We started laughing, telling knock-knock jokes. He said, knock-knock. I said, who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Who? That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P dot com. But I could not pee. Couldn't control it. Yo, that's right. I peed. Another one is laughing at me. H-J-K-L-M-N-A-P. In my pants, I peed. In my pants, I peed. In my pants, I peed. In my pants. Inside of my pumped up ride, got my hoodie full tied, but I'm going yellow eyes. Rocking through the desert just to see what we can see. All the Jawas in the house say Utini. All the Jawas in the house say Utini. I'm going Jawa. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. 
In the news, Mark Jonathan Davis has a new album out. Actually, it's for, available for pre-order as we're recording this. By the time you hear this, it will be out because uh, it's being released on Friday the 9th. Parody Songs for a Better Tomorrow is available at markjonathandavis.bandcamp.com for just $4.44 for a digital download. Uh, features 15 classic parody songs and comedy bits by Mark Jonathan Davis and Rob Iceman Eisenberg. Uh, including several hits from the Dr. Demento show, including We Love Barney Fife, I Want Your Socks, La Isla Gilligan, They Drive Me Brady, Eat Too Much, and many more. And I freaking love all of those songs. I, I love his parodies. Um, La Isla Gilligan killed me the first time I heard it. But just yeah, the it, title alone, just La Isla Gilligan. It was like, it's, it's such a, you know, discordant thing. You're expecting something Spanish and it's just Gilligan. Okay. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I mean, I had heard Dr. Demento shows like somebody like had recorded them on tape and like copied the tape and gave it to me. The first time I ever heard the Dr. Demento show live on the radio when I was uh, living in Kansas City going to college, uh, the first song of that episode was We Love Barney Fife. Yes. <laughs> so like that stands out in my mind as like, even though I've, I've, I've never watched an episode of <laughs> the Andy Griffith show in my life, I've heard <laughs> enough comedy songs about that show that I pretty much know what it's all about, Yeah. you know? Yeah. I've watched it enough. I saw it in in um, in syndication here and there when I was growing up, and and I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I I've I've always been a big fan of Don Knotts, so you know, just seeing oh, yeah. that Don, Don Knotts was on man. it, I, I watched it. Um, and uh, so so when when I heard We Love Barney Fife for the first time, that that instantly shot to like the top of my favorites list for parodies. Yeah, it's so, like, oh, sorry. Um, no, nope, I was just gonna say, markjonathandavis.bandcamp.com. Go get it. Yeah, I already pre-ordered it, and uh, so did I. It's like the um, excuse me, uh, because back in the day, you know, there were all those things like uh, um, you know, before that big court ruling came down about fair use, you know, all those people like saying, "Oh, Doctor Demento, you, you know, you know, cease and desist, you can't play this song yeah. or whatever," and and all of the parody is, parody artists out there had to be super careful about their parodies and this and that, if they wanted to try to, you know, make money off of them in any way. Um, and I think that was, it's like, <laughs> I think for the longest time, that was the biggest barrier to Mark Jonathan Davis, like making this material available for sale in any way. And I'm basically, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of assuming that after all these years of being Richard cheese and doing all the things he's done, he just kind of finally realized nobody's going to care. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like, just put it on Bandcamp, charge money for it. You will be made, you know, he'll, he and his, and Iceman and whoever else he's splitting it with, will be making money off of stuff that's already done that people already like. And that, you know, people already want, it's like, eh, put it out there. So I'm so glad he's doing that. Um, yeah. Uh, in other news, um, I managed to add all the rest of the stuff that Jay sent me to the uh, the, the Fump store. From Needle Juice Records, we now have uh, Shock Treatment Interpretations by Mark with a C available on vinyl and CD. We have Viewmaster by Lemon Demon available on vinyl and CD. And we have Spirit Phone by Lemon Demon now available on vinyl. I still have CDs and cassettes available. So those are available in the store at thefump.com. So if you're into that type of stuff, pick it up. You know what would be a great... <laughs> Ukul the Mock. I think Jace should talk to Ukul the Mock about re-releasing all of their old al old albums on vinyl. Didn't we talk about that on this show? I don't know. Maybe because I remember talking to Rand about it, and he was saying that um, they they were talking with Jace about doing um, uh, um, super villain. Yeah, super no super secret. Super no, not super secret. The villain one oh, versus, uh, evil. versus evil versus evil. Um, on on vinyl and i said you know i was gonna have to get it even though i don't have a record player because that's like one of my all-time favorite albums yeah it's uh i and and in fact <laughs> uh one of the things i'm oh wait uh, <laughs> sorry my, i was about to tangent off into something that i probably shouldn't get into so just because <laughs> it'll it's 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 me stopping another you know half hour conversation that that would just prolong the episode. So don't worry about it. It's <laughs> okay. <fine. laughs> All right. Uh, Insane Ian has released a new music video for his song "Internet Famous," available on his YouTube channel, uh, which features cameos by dozens of people, including me and Luke. Yay! Uh, BS de Resistance is going to start airing on WBCQ. Uh, which is it's, it's a shortwave radio in Maine, and it's streaming on the, on the web at wbcq.com. Um, 
crap. It says, I thought he said when first episode will be airing Wednesday, April 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, 1 a.m. UTC. Uh, WBCQ.com. Filling out the hour on the first episode will be the Donald Trump Club March, Battle of the Capitol, and I'm Donald Trump. Uh, episode two will follow the week a week later and, and three the week after that, and they will all be filled out with uh, songs from the Fump about, about the Trump. And Rand Bellavia's Indiegogo campaign is officially over, and he reached his goal. His final tally was $4,155. So congratulations, Rand. Looking forward to that new album. All right. You got anything else before tour dates? Not that I can think of. All right. Nothing new on the tour dates front. On Sundays on YouTube, Escape from the Secret Lab featuring Dr. Pinkerton. On Thursdays, online, Steve Goody. On Fridays, online, Carla Albrecht. And that's it. Uh, birthdays. Uh, speaking of Rand Bellavia, today, the, the 8th, is Rand Bellavia's birthday. So happy birthday, Rand. Yay! And tomorrow, the 9th, is Lindsay Carosa's birthday. Happy birthday, Yay! Lindsay. All right. Second song of the week is by the Bell Isle Rats. Here is Living With Your Mom. Because I said so! Living with your mom She cooks all your food for you Living with your mom She's doing all your laundry too You get a degree in communications That you're now in the TV nation And now it's turning into a permanent vacation Living with your mom She says you need to put a jacket on What's wrong with you? Living with your mom Says be careful, don't be gone too long Let's try this. Yeah, that's pretty lame. Let's do this instead. I'm here with the Bell Isle Rats. Thank you for joining us, guys. Sorry for the, all the technical brouhaha that's been going on. What are you going to do? Yeah. Work, you, know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to walk into the Apple store tomorrow and say, where's my damn computer? Because nobody seems to know where it is. So, Are you serious? You yes. Haven't you haven't gotten it back yet? I have. Not only have I not gotten it back yet, every person, every time I call somebody, they say, oh, it's out being repaired. And oh, so I... Man. I, I they have a um, Apple has a, a repair website where you can, you know, check in on, on the thing. And according to the repair website, my computer hasn't even been sent out yet. So, oh, man, I think they put it on a shelf in the back room and forgot about it or they sent it out to be repaired and it got lost in the mail. So computer hell. <laughs> probably it's just, it's probably a thing. The if I had to guess and yeah. just somebody realized their mistake is like, oh, better, better do Tom's computer quick. And well, the thing is, I can't get anybody on the phone at the store. Every time the, the, the store has a phone number and I, I call it, it says, thank you for calling the Rockaway Apple store. But all the all the buttons you push to get through their, their little phone tree send you to Apple General. So you get Apple General support, Apple General this and General that. I can't get anybody at the store. So I made an appointment. I made another Genius Bar appointment for tomorrow night 
so I can walk into the store and talk to them and say, what did you guys do to my computer? Where is it? <laughs> yeah. No, I ask them, hey, please go down to the the magically hidden vault with the secret door that we don't want to look like a door because we design our Apple stores not to have windows. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we're talking to you guys about your song. Yeah. Yeah. So so tell us about living with your mom. Um, this isn't a song that requires a whole lot of backstory or explanation. It kind of speaks for itself in all its glorious stupidity. Uh, the one notable fact about it, though, is is Tom, uh, Tom's e- exemplary vocal performance as the mom. Yes. <laughs> yes, that. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I, I completely forgot about that until I was listening to it before the last time we were supposed to do this. And I kind of forgot about that voice. <laughs> Stop <laughs> laughing. Because <laughs> I think, didn't it happen that it was kind of a last minute addition, wasn't it? Yeah, I was going to tell that story on the other side of the song about how the, how the mom voice came to be. Yeah, do it. Yeah. On the podcast, we've already heard the song, so. Oh, okay. All right. That's right. I keep forgetting. I'm being dumb and all, you know. Um, <laughs> what I remember was, we were uh, we had recorded it, and I remember we were going to breakfast at Marie Callender's in Northridge. And on the way with uh, there, we're thinking, man, we need to do something to stupid up this song. It was kind of okay, but we it needed something. And then you, Tom, started doing the mom voice. At that <laughs> yeah, I was in the I was in the back seat of the car at that time, and I kind of remembered this drop I used in some of my powerpoints when I was teaching, and it was like this really. She picture like a hag going. The answer is not with this horrible voice. And I did it. You guys instantly started laughing your asses off. So we thought. Yeah. It's like, that, that was it. As soon as you did that. And then it was, what else would you We kept having you come up with more and more things that, you know, a mom of our era would do. Of course, moms this era wouldn't wouldn't say things like that. You know, you'd, you'd be afraid your kids would, would sue you or something like that. Today's <laughs> climate, you know. But back when we were growing up, no, your mom, you know, ruled. And so I remember we... After breakfast, we came home and I just had you record a bunch of those things and we just dropped them in in various places in the song. So I think it's safe to say it greatly improved the song. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it definitely took it up a few notches on the stupid pole, that's for sure. But I love the stupid it up as a phrase. I, I just <laughs> I got to make that part of my vocabulary. The, the ending of that song is gratuitously stupid <laughs> yes gratuitously <laughs> stupid yes yeah. but, but, but stupid in a very intelligent musically erudite complex way so that, that's the best so gratuitous complex erudite gratuitously gratuitous stupidity is <laughs> a one in my book wow man well thanks yeah that's and i remember we just because the song was really short and we're thinking we add a, let's just add what can we add at the end and we just came up with that stupid self-indulgent thing at the end but it was a stupid ending for mensive people <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> but uh yeah that's that's pretty much um pretty much all, all i remember about about that uh, as far as the inspiration of that goes but um see when when this song first came through i mentioned this in a in a comment on the site um uh, I I wasn't expecting it to be living with your mom in general as like moving home with, you know, your your mother or moving back home. I expected it to be like more of an insult, like I'm living with your mom because the um, <laughs> because uh, oh, you have taken that tact shoebox of worm quartet says your mom all the time. And, and it's and, and like in the most weirdly inappropriate times. And it's like. It's like, hey, I'm going to the store. He'll be like, so's your mom. It's like, it's what? You know, and just the phrase. So the phrase your mom is forever paired with shoebox yelling it. So when when the song came up living with your mom, I immediately pictured what Worm Quartet would do with that song, which is not what you guys did with it. But yeah. I wanted to explain that because that would that explains my comment on the site. The, the less ambiguous phrasing of it would be cohabiting with one's mother. Yes. <laughs> not, not your not your mom. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't scan as well though. <laughs> yeah, and that, that that pretty much narrows the possible interpretation there. It's it's kind of good to have a few open avenues of interpretation, even if they're uh, incorrect. But I mean, you know, man, man, when we were going up, that was that was my mom from time to time. Tom, I know that was your mom from time to time. You know, just uh, how many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> oh, yeah. All those 
Those were, those were born of experience, man. You know, we those <laughs> phrases from the modern canon. Yep. And, you know, back in the day, we hung out, we hung out often enough that we heard each other's moms yelling at us, you know, because they got comfortable with our presence. That I'd heard, I heard him get yelled at by his mom. He heard it from my mom, me get yelled at by my mom. And I, you know, I was always, I was never like really big on school. And, you know, my mom would deprive, she would take away my guitar. That was the thing that would get to oh, me. Oh, that, that's know, a punishment. Did, yeah, I mean, some kids got grounded. I didn't care about being grounded. I, I could have cared less, you know. I'm fine. Put me in my room, let me play. Play my guitar. <laughs> take away the guitar, that was, that was, that cut deep. So. Nice. So I wanted yeah. to ask you about the video you sent in to, uh, for the Dr. Demento greeting, which uh, I played for Dr. Demento during his virtual birthday party, which was awesome. Um you actually blew something up. Yes. Can you talk about that? Like, okay. Use what, what was that that exploded? And <laughs> okay, I think in a previous episode, a previous show, I explained my, my family. Uh, they live in Cadillac, Michigan, and my, they live on a pretty big area that they bought really cheap in the early 90s. And so one of the things my family likes to do is blow stuff up. I mean, my mom cooks all day long. My mom makes like 12, 10 meals a day. And then at night, the family goes out and blows stuff up. And one year, it was like throwing aerosol cans in the fire. Uh, one year, my dad made one of those spud chuckers with the PVC pipe. You know, you mm -hmm. blow potatoes up. And then him and my brother, my, they're, they're both mechanical engineers. They had very good careers as automotive engineers in Detroit. So they had an engineering thing going on. One year, they built a trebuchet. And so we would like fire these giant rocks into a pond, you know? <laughs> And my dad, my dad painted the rocks orange so you could find them later. You know, nice. So, but then the late, the, the latest bull stuff. It, it got more and more intense. They stepped up the intensity every year, and then the last couple of years they got this stuff called tannerite. It, it, you mix in, um, Tommy. It's, it's aluminum powder and something else. It's these two chemicals that are inert in and of themselves, but put them in a jar and shoot a rifle at them, and they go boom ski. So, <laughs> so that that's what it was, huh? I never heard of it, but I'm going to look it up now. It's called Tannerite. Check it out. It's a, it's a big deal at my folks. But anyway, what was blown up? My brother, Dave, who is like incredibly funny, offbeat guy. He, uh, he went to, he got a degree in medical illustration at the university of Michigan. And he had to take a, he had to take a, basically he had to go to medical school for like mm -hmm. a year. And he took this class where he had to make these rubber latex heads and so he he made these one he made one female and one male rubber latex head that looked exactly like Saddam Hussein, which is what you see <laughs> okay <laughs> in the video. And so one day we were looking for stuff to blow up, and Dave goes, "Hey, I gave you guys the, these these heads wound up at my mom and dad's place for some reason. So we got the female head, blew that up, and then we blew up the Saddam Hussein head. That was like the piece de resistance. That was like the final." you know, encore blow up thing. So that's what you're seeing in the videos that, that, that Saddam who said Saddam Hussein head getting blown up with Tannerite at my folks place in Cadillac, Michigan. That's fantastic. Okay. In, in <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. So, so that's what that was. So it was, it was a, it was a fine addition to uh, the video. Well, man, we were, we were thrilled to be part of that. I mean, you know, because, you know, back, he listened to, we used to listen to Demento back in the day, back when he was actually on, you know, 300 radio stations in the United States and, you know, I remember one time, I think I told you before, I had a, I had an act called Chuck Lucky and the Gentleman of Leisure, mm -hmm. and we had a song on the Funny Five back in 1995, and then I remember my wife hearing it for the first time on the radio. I think it was like the first time I'd ever heard myself on the radio. Well, one of the first times I'd ever heard myself on the radio, uh, and it was like, whoa, this is so cool, you know? So, uh, and he's been a part of all of our lives. I mean, he's pretty much the reason we're all here doing this, you know? Yep, so, totally. So to be, be able, to be able to wish the man a happy birthday was just really cool. Maybe by awesome. day, week, probably month. So. so do you guys have anything you'd like to plug before we talk to Robbie? Other than our Bell Isle Rats coffee mug promotion, which which failed miserably. <laughs> time we did it. Because the guy who won lived in Canada, so I had to, I had to pay outrageously expensive. Oh! <laughs> you get that guy a mug. Uh, $5 mug and I had to pay like 35 bucks to ship it to Canada where the guy was from. Uh, no, just like go, go to Cadillac, Michigan, drive a bit, and then just like throw it over the border. That's <laughs> what <laughs> we should have done. No, trebuchet it over the border. <laughs> Might be an act of war, though. Yeah. Could... Tom, you were saying. Uh, we're just still trying to iron out the final details on those Keurig cups with Bell L rats on them. That's all. <laughs> I made that up. Don't need any 
suing from the Keurig company now. That'd be a neat product, though. You can make your make custom coffee cups. And... That would be a serious score, I think. Hey, man, Vistaprint, you send them any picture, they'll turn it into a coffee mug. Yep. For, for, <laughs> I've used them a lot. So, yep. Uh, no, the other thing, we were actually, this this time next week, Tom's going to be driving down to L.A. from Washington, and we're going to start working on a new batch of Bell Isle Rat songs because, you know, we just... We Excellent. Get to, we, used to work to, we used to work once a year because you know, I'm in L.A., he was in Michigan, now he's in Washington, so... And plus, you know, life circumstances have sort of decreased our output, but this time next week, he'll be en route, so we got a whole bat, new, new batch of stupid songs ready to go. Um, I still have to write one yet, but uh, for the most part, they're ready to go. So next time we're on the show, it should be actually a new song. Nice. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, sure. And we'll catch you next time. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. Feedback. Let me check and make sure, see if anything came in, because there was no feedback last time I checked. And there is no feedback now, so there is no feedback. Yes, we have no feedback. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Teasing. Uh, tomorrow's song is by the Knuckleheads. Woo. And Tuesday's song is by Ethan Moyer. And this week. Huh? Nothing. I just said excellent. Oh. And this week's Spotify playlist topic is bad movies. So there we go. All right. Um, Robbie Ellis is at RobbieEllis.com, I think. <laughs> Let me check. Actually, I think it's RobbieEllis.net. You're right. I think it's .net. It is RobbieEllis.net. And Belle Isle Rats are at BelleIsleRats.com. All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. And nobody else is here because my computer is dead. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org. And join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefunk.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, I don't know who needs to hear this, but... (laughs) 